seven goal-setting mistakes that you might be making. As we all know, goal-setting is fundamental to success in any endeavor in life. Studies have indisputably proven that fact. And for many, they learn the basics of goal-setting from the acronym SMART from the late Jim Rohn. The SMART acronym goes like this. The S is for specific. Your goal has to be specific. Meaning if you said you're going to be the most successful person in the world, well, success in what? Be specific. It needs to be measurable. You need to be able to quantify when you've reached that goal as well as how far you are away from where you're starting from. So measurable. If you said you want to be the most successful person in the world, well, how is that measured? You need to be specific and measurable. It also needs to be attainable in the physical world. Okay, so if you said you were going to own all of the real estate in your town, well, that may not be attainable because not everybody in your town wants to sell no matter how much money you have. The R is for realistic. I actually disagree with this. I don't like the word realistic. I think you should set unrealistic goals. And then the T is for time frame. Every goal needs to have a time frame, a deadline. And so this is not necessarily a smart goal. It's more like a uh, Northeastern version. It's a smart goal. It's like a wicked smart goal. Okay. So this, this is like the high school. Look, for all of you in the Northeast, I love y'all too. That, don't take any offense to that. This right here is like the high school diploma of goal setting. I mean, these are fundamental. You've got to have these. But this video is going to share with you the seven uh, mistakes that I see people make with goal setting. And this is going to take you from a high school diploma to a PhD in goal setting. Mistake number one is that you're going to set too big of goals in too short of a time frame. Bill Gates said that most people overestimate what they can do in one year, but they underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And I have seen that to be true in my career as a mentor as well. So you want to set smaller goals in the short term, but then make your long-term goals unrealistic. Make it much bigger than you can imagine. I've seen sometimes where someone will join my, my program where I'm going to mentor them in real estate and they say, Phil, I'm going to break all the records. I'm going to make the most money, the fastest of any apprentice you've ever worked with. And then I deflate their plans immediately and say, that's a terrible goal. You don't ever want to be setting goals about fastest, soonest, biggest and soonest. Nothing like that. You want to set goals that are smart, but you want to set them in such a way where you go big long term, you go small short term. Mistake number two, not praying. The majority of you watching this video believe in a higher power, believe that there's an omnipresent, omniscient, there is a controller and a creator of the universe. And so for all of those people, you should be praying about your goals because you've heard the old saying, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. So when you set a goal, make sure you pray that that is something that God has in, the, in his will for your life. Now, I think also this can go a little bit overboard. And uh, what I'm about to share with you comes from all the different pastors that I've learned from over the years. And that God does provide a lot of latitude in our lives. So he cares deeply about right and wrong decisions. That is incredibly important. But there's a lot of decisions that uh, it's okay to take that decision, right? Because it doesn't violate any of his laws, any of his rules. And so there is latitude. So it doesn't mean that uh, just because you prayed and, and you didn't get this lightning bolt from heaven that, yes, you should set that goal, 
that those are the only goals that you should strive for. It's just, you want to at least put it through the God filter. Make sure that it's not completely against his plans for your life. All right, so mistake two for most of you is not praying about it. Mistake number three, know why. In other words, you don't know why you even want to achieve that goal. Every goal you set needs to have a why, a reason, the drive, the motivation for you to achieve the goal. Because if you don't have that why, it's a goal with no power. It's a car without gasoline. It doesn't get you anywhere. Every goal needs a why. The bigger the why, the better. Every goal needs a reason that if If you don't achieve it, what happens? If you do achieve it, what happens? And we talk about why. We talk about motivation. We're talking about pain and pleasure. We're talking about what's the pain that you'll you'll experience in your life if you don't achieve that goal. And then also, what is the pleasure if you do achieve that goal? And pain is more powerful than pleasure. Some of you have tried to lose weight before, and or maybe you try to kick a habit like cigarettes. And it was the pain that drove you to get there versus the pleasure of you, let's say, for example, not having a hacking cough if you're a cigarette smoker, or the, the pleasure of being lighter and, and feeling uh, better each day because you're in uh, better physical condition. Yes, that's important. What's really important is you don't want to go to the hospital of lung cancer, and you also don't want to continue to be overweight to the point where it, it, it could potentially hurt your health. So uh, when we talk about why, we talk about pain and pleasure, and you want to start with why it's going to be so important so that it avoids pain, and then you can put down pleasure as well. So number three, know why. Always have a why for every goal you set. Mistake number four is that your goal doesn't have a plan for achievement on how it's actually going to get accomplished. So yes, you've got your wicked smart goal and you've got your specific measurable and you've got this time frame, but how are you going to actually get there? And I know for some of the bigger long-term goals, you may not have an initial plan, but you can then begin to create one over time as you learn more. You may have to get in touch with different people to talk to them about how could I create a plan. You might need to study people that have already accomplished that and look at what they did and say, okay, maybe I can start with what they did as my plan. But you want to have a plan for achieving each goal Otherwise, you've just got this mantra that you keep reading and you know keep fantasizing about, but you don't have a plan on how you're going to get there. You may never get there. And so uh, to summarize it this way, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So mistake number four is not having a plan for every goal. Mistake number five is no next action. So you have a plan, but each plan needs to be broken down so that you have a next action for each goal. And this propels you one step at a time toward that goal. I have lists and lists of next actions. And it doesn't have to be a big next action, but always having a next action allows you to get one step closer to your goals. This has been revolutionary for me. I learned this from my mentor. He's always got these next actions. He was always preaching this concept of what's the next action, what's the next action, what's the next action. You get into this habit of what's the next action and always having that next action written down. And so what will end up happening is you'll always have a small stepping stone to get closer and closer to that goal. So mistake number five, no next actions. Have a next action for every goal at all times. Mistake number six is that you are not adjusting 
over time. Look, so many things are always changing in our life. Our perspectives are changing. If you look back three years ago, you had a different perspective than you do today. And so you need to constantly be making adjustments to those goals. Not only would you might be adjusting the measure by which you met the goal or the time frame, but you may also be adding to your why. You may also be adjusting your plan. You're obviously going to be adjusting your next actions. The more that you can make small adjustments, the more it means you're focused on actually accomplishing that goal. I see so often where people get so stuck in a rut. I need to do it by this time and this is how it's got to happen. And it's like you've got to be flexible. Maybe that. Maybe how you're going to do it, the plan is going to have to change a little bit because our world has changed. Or maybe the goal is not even important to you anymore because your perspective's changed. Get rid of the goal. You need to still have that why. If the why is not there anymore, get rid of it. So be flexible. Make adjustments to your goal over time because that is going to show that you're actually being real with yourself and real with the, how the, the real world works about all the changes that go on. And if you aren't, if you are stuck in a rut, that in and of itself is a problem because you might reach the goal, but it's a goal you didn't even want to achieve anymore because your why had changed. All right, so mistake number six, no adjustments. And mistake number seven, last but certainly not least, is to give up after you miss a goal. I see this sometimes, especially with Christians. When they don't achieve it, they go, well, God must be telling me something here that maybe this is not something I should have been pursuing to begin with. Nonsense! You have got to make adjustments, and if you miss a goal, so what? Just set a new goal. It doesn't need to get all spiritual. It doesn't need to be all emotional. Instead, you can look critically at it, and you can say, all right, what was my plan? Why didn't I get there? What adjustments do I need to make? What new goal should I set? Do I still have the why? But certainly don't give up. I mean, look, uh, if we go back to the Old Testament, uh, I mean, the Israelites, they were stuck in, um, in the desert for 40 years. The big guy, Moses, he didn't even get to see the promised land, but it was still God's plan that his people would be in the promised land. Okay, so don't give up after a missed goal. Just set a new goal and set another goal and set another goal. And if you achieve a goal, set another one too. We need to always be in a world of goal setting because if we're not, our life is going to be rudderless. We're going to just be uh, blown around by all the different changes that occur in this world. So don't give up. Stick to it. If you don't achieve it, make a new goal. It's that simple. All right, well, those are the seven biggest goal-setting mistakes. Now, we started with the wicked smart goals, but then we took it to a higher level, and we said, okay, we need to make sure that we set lower sights in the short term but higher sights in the long term. And uh, for those of you that believe in a higher power, make sure you run your goals through the God filter. Pray about it. Uh, every goal needs motivation. You need a reason. You need that drive behind why you want to accomplish that goal. You need a big why. Every goal needs a plan, and that plan's going to change over time. But you have to develop plans, and then you have to break those plans down into next actions. There should be a next action for every goal at all times. And then you need to be uh, flexible. You need to make adjustments over time. As the world changes, as your why changes, as your perspective changes, make adjustments. And most importantly, don't give up just because you don't reach your goal. It doesn't mean God doesn't want you to be there. It might mean that you need to make some adjustments and continue to set goals the rest of your life. Always be in goal setting. Always be trying to achieve goals. 
Well, I'm Phil Pustiovsky. I hope this video was of value to you. If it was, and if you have comments, please put them down below here. I'm with freedommentor.com. I'm a real estate investor, but also I am mentor and coach to many of the most successful real estate investors all across North America. I've been doing this for almost 20 years. And if you want to learn more about how we go about the process of being so successful, regardless of the market conditions, good markets, bad markets, and, and anywhere in between, check out my book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor. I give it away for free on these videos. You just uh, go to the link right there and uh, you can get a copy of that absolutely free. Also, if you would like to be considered for working directly with me and my team to be a part of uh, my uh, Freedom Mentor Apprentice Program, I want you to apply right up here. And for those that get in, we turn you into a first-class, market-leading, money-making machine. And right now, we are doing incredibly well while so many others are panicking. In fact, I've got a video on, on the real estate market in the update. And uh, times are really good for creative real estate investors. All right, y'all. Well, um, I wish you all the best in your goal setting. And again, if you have comments, questions, please put them down below here. I love to read them and, and respond as my schedule permits. See you on the next video, y'all.